This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is The Bird Show. Uh, you guys are going to have to explain this one to me because I really don't understand how women's parts work. So how can a woman get pregnant twice in the same week? Twice in the same week? So my guess is, and I am not a doctor, um, my guess is sometimes two eggs can release at the same time. And maybe one sperm got to one egg and another sperm got to a different egg. Happened this past week to a woman in Pittsburgh. A superfertation pregnancy is when you get pregnant while you're already pregnant. We were planning for a baby and I got pregnant. So I found that I was pregnant and I figured, you know, I can't get pregnant again. It's, you know, it's fine if we are continue to be careless. And a week later, I went to the ER because I was in so much pain. I thought I was having a miscarriage. But come to find out, I was in so much pain because my uterus was growing so fast because there was two more babies. The pregnancy is was very good. The babies are very healthy, even still to this day. So she's having triplets. <laughs> triplets now. So, so she, she ended up having triplets because she actually got pregnant twice in one week, and it's called superfetation. Superfetation. Damn. You go from zero to three yeah. in one week. <laughs> Life just changed quick. When I was younger, I wanted to have twins. I thought it was going to be so cool. And like, you know, they, they have, there's like the old wives tale that if it runs in your family, genetic, blah, blah, blah. Some people say that's true. Some people say it's not. And we do have twins in our family. And then my brother had twins. And then after that, I did not want to have twins. <laughs> I bet. I bet, I mean, man. like, and after having one, people with multiples, I bow down to you because having not one, but two or three kids yeah. going through the infant stage, like, all at the same time, then going through the toddler stage all at the same time, Lord have mercy. Doesn't that sound glorious to you? Yeah, one and done to me, honestly, sounds great. <laughs> you get pregnant with kids and then you just have your, your maybe your, your boy child and your girl child. Or if you wanted two girls, you just get it all knocked out in one pregnancy. Bounce out after that. <laughs> all right, so let's get some um, answers from over the weekend because we had suggested just go on over to the house if you think your former neighbor has stolen your dog. Even if it was a year later, that that dog would still respond to its name. And that's how you would know, maybe. All right, so Meredith hit us up. She sent us an email, and she was struggling because she had lost her dog. A year ago, she got the most adorable little black lab puppy who she adored and loved. And the little girl next door also had an affinity for the puppy. Apparently, she used to come over and play with him, Max, almost every single day. So she had been working from home, um, and she would let the dog go in and out of the house into the backyard. 
And one day she went out to the backyard to look for Max and he wasn't there. And somebody had opened the gate to her yard. The gate was open. She searched high and low for this dog and could not find him. Well, these neighbors at the same time ended up moving and she saw them post a story on Instagram and in the background of the video saw a dog that looked just like her Max. It was a black lab about the same size he would be now a year later. And she fir- she firmly believes this family moved, stole her dog because their daughter enjoyed playing with him so much and took him as their own. So we discussed this last week and I was like, go to that house, uh-huh. knock on that door, be like, come here, Max. And if he comes to you, you have concrete proof then. The video is not your concrete proof. Um, and this is also, I think, a PSA for everybody to get their dog chipped that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the, that's the easy telltale sign because they literally have a serial number in their body proving that they are they, they belong to you. So did she do it or not? Abby's got the email. So I couldn't get the courage to knock on their door. It's not like they live just around the corner anymore. They moved about an hour away, which made it kind of nerve wracking to just knock on their door because it would seem really weird for me to just pop in. We weren't that close when they lived next to me. So there'd be no reason for me to drive an hour and knock on the door unless I was prepared to accuse them of stealing Max. I wasn't sure I was ready for confrontation that could make me look psycho if I was wrong because I had thrown out that Maybe this little girl loved mm-hmm. that black puppy so, you know, black, black lab puppy so much that when they moved, they got her one to help ease with the transition of moving. Instead, I started texting with the wife. I began some small talk, like asking how things have been for them. Then I kind of fibbed and made up a story in order to see if I could get info or catch her in a lie. First, I told her that she may not be aware, but Max went missing about a year ago. She said she had heard that and she was so sorry. Then I mentioned that I had seen a black lab in the background of her husband's Instagram stories and was hoping she would tell me where they got their lab. I pretended I was looking for a reputable place to adopt a lab and was seeking recommendations. Here's where it gets weird. She was quick to respond to all the previous texts until I asked for that specific question about where they got the dog. Then she went silent for like 10 or 15 minutes. When she finally replied, she told me that it wasn't their dog. They were just dog sitting for someone. But the way she said it, it felt like she was lying. So I followed up and asked if she mind if I contacted the person they were dog sitting for to find out where they got the dog. She said she'd ask them and get back to me. The next day, I asked her if she got any info. She told me she asked her friend and was told that it was a gift from an ex and that person doesn't know where it came from. Sounds suspicious. Mm-hmm. However, I feel like I'm stuck. Even if I were to travel that hour to their new house and knock on the door, I'm not sure if Max would remember me. It's been a whole year and he was just a puppy back then. Plus, I never got Max microchipped before he got lost. I had planned I had planned to, but I never got the chance. So I can't use that as proof. I'm not sure if there's anything else I can do at this point. Meredith. I don't know that there's anything she can do at this point. I still go. I still go to the house. Like you have to go with your gut. And your gut is telling you something is off. Yeah, because you, you probably have to go because you'll never be able to live with yourself if you I don't wouldn't. do everything possible. There's a good chance, though, you go there, dog, like, comes to you no matter what you call it. It yeah. doesn't much matter. There's just a new person there. But legally, I don't think you can do anything at this point except try to clear your conscience. Because it's not microchip. He's not microchipped. But I would still go to the house because, and I, I know, like, it might seem fruitless because... 
you go and the dog does recognize you and what are you going to do? You're going to steal their dogs? Right. You know what we don't talk about enough or maybe even ever at all on this show? What? Have we ever talked to anybody, any listener, that is completely, totally happy and satisfied being single? Yes. We have? I think a long time ago. I don't recall who this unicorn is. Mm -hmm. But um, I was talking to somebody the other day that is in a relationship and is really nervous to get out of it, right? And we were trying to get like down to the bottom line and why why are you so scared to take off? And I think most people are scared because they fear that they're going to be lonely, how they're going to fill the time, right? So, and we talk about breaking up on this show so much that I was curious if we could get a call or two from somebody going, you know what? I've been single my entire life. Or I've dabbled in relationships, and to be honest with you, there's nothing to fear. I am way happier alone than I am in a relationship. One eight five five Bircha. Yeah, guess and this was like forever ago, and I may be misremembering or just conjuring up something in my head. Who knows? Um, but she was a woman, and she was older, and she was perfectly content and happy being single and had no desire to be in a relationship whatsoever. One of my best friends, Amy. We all know Amy, Mm -hmm. my business manager, best friend. She's like a sister to me. Uh, Been single most of her life and is just so incredibly (laughs) happy being single. And I think most people can't even really embrace that thought that they're, you have to go through life with somebody. You're going to grow old, right? Mm -hmm. No. I, I feel like I was like that for a while. I have a friend that's like that too. But I've I've said before that I mean I've been happy in relationships. But if I'm being honest with myself, I was definitely the happier times of my life were when I was single mm-hmm. for sure. Really? Yeah, I'm getting to the point where the thought of being in a relationship is so foreign to me that I don't even really miss having somebody around. To me, I think the people that struggle with being single are the people who have never experienced it really in their adult life. Like the people who got in their first relationship at 16 and then broke up and then didn't didn't have a good time with that adjustment period because I do think that's the hard part um, about it is like when you go from having someone to not having someone, you feel that loss. But when you go a long enough time without it, you realize you're much more capable than you think that you are. Good morning, Bert Show. Who is this? Nicole. Hey, Nicole. All right. You've been single your whole life or recently, but you definitely endorse the single life. Recently, it's been two years now. I had a traumatic accident happen two years, and the guy I was talking to said that the accident wouldn't change anything, and he ended up ghosting me two weeks later. So (laughs) I've been single since then, and honestly, it's been the most life-changing thing. I've never been happier. Is that right? Good for you. Um, Mm -hmm. Thank you. What is it that you enjoy most about being single? Um, I think mostly just I don't really have to, not necessarily answer to anybody, but I can just kind of, do what I want to at my own pace. I don't really have to be anywhere at a certain time, not rushed places. Just it's very easygoing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that fear of just being alone, uh, I think for most keep them in those relationships though, because they don't have that experience of mm-hmm. like being able to pivot. You don't have to like debate with anybody, but just the thought of being lonely is so scary to people that they'll stay in that relationship. What's on the other side of fear? Nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Hey, Allison, good morning. You're on the bird show. Hi. Hi. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, I um, am 35 and have been single pretty much my entire life. I've dabbled here and there, and it's just headache after <laughs> headache. <laughs> um, and have honestly really just recently found comfort and being okay by myself. Um, it was kind of a revelation within the last two years, and I've, I'm, I'm complete, I feel. I feel very happy and fulfilled. As you should. And do you ever find yourself, though, around your friends, and do they try to convince you otherwise? 
No, I've always had really great friends who actually just never even really found their person until after college. Like no one who like found love young or anything like that. And they're sometimes they look at me and they're like, wow, you live like a nice life because they have kids now and everything. (laughs) 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 Like the cool aunt. And I also take care of my mom. She had a huge stroke during COVID. And so I feel like my hands are full in a way, but Mm -hmm. I found purpose giving back to my mom, giving back to my family and being okay with that. Yeah, Kristen raises a really interesting angle because there's so much pressure because people assume that you can't possibly know full happiness if you're not with somebody. So people are constantly trying to set you up when you may not even want it. Most like living that life. (laughs) So annoying. (laughs) Lived it for quite some time. Amber, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You are so happy being single. It is possible to be happy and single. So I'm actually calling um, for my mom. So my mom is actually 53, and she has been single most of my life, and she is perfectly content. She's been married twice. Um, Her second marriage did not turn out great. Um, It was actually very traumatic. So she has been single the rest of my entire life. And she is actually fixing the clothes on her first house. Good for her. So she oh. is perfectly content. Well, excellent. Thank she you. She never wants to be married or with anybody else ever again. I bet. She's just tired. <laughs> <laughs> tired, tired, tired. So it is possible. This is The Bird Show.